0: Welcome to another great edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Show. Uh, my name is Kevin. Let's go around the table. Who's here?
1: Uh, AK's here. <laughs> present. present. Mr. D. Mr. Present. D. All right.
0: On the three. lamb, but present. Yeah. The big three are here, and uh, we're ready for another great edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Show. Before we get into this, let's do a little housekeeping. You can find us on the Podbean app at podbean.com slash permanent vacation radio. You can also find us at iTunes, Permanent Vacation Radio. (laughs) You can also find us on Facebook at Permanent Vacation Show. And last but not least, you can find us on Instagram at Permanent underscore vacation underscore radio.
1: And if anybody knows that password, let us know. <laughs> yes, please.
0: <laughs> we haven't right. been able to post to Instagram uh, in a long time because...
2: Uh, that's my fault. I t- take total blame of on that one.
0: <laughs> I think the password is photosynthesis. Dennis is just reluctant to try that. It's um, right. I think Did it's you photosynthesis. try your
1: dog's name? That's a good one. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All of them are some sort of Larry J1. Larry J44444. <laughs> four, 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 four. All right.
0: So, yeah, we got a big show. Um, Yeah, uh, glad we are back on. You don't even Uh, know how true that is.
1: (laughs) Sure. Everybody uh, does it.
0: what are you talking about? The passwords? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> you're like uh, Fluffy one. Yeah. Nobody ever gets that.
2: Fluffy six six. Fluffy six six six. <laughs> so uh,
0: I I have a password to everything that I use for most everything, which I think is a bad idea. Um, everybody tells you that you should you know mix up your passwords. But Definitely God, don't.
1: There's so much to remember.
0: Don't use uh, things that you use in your personal life with things that you use at work and vice versa. Anything that you um, would remember. Birth date. Don't, yeah.
1: don't use anything that would sh- you know charge your memory
0: but it's crazy because there's no way that's not possible you'd have to you'd have to have a password protected thing that has all your passwords in it to remember all this shit <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it, it's ridiculous and uh, the password i've been using is is one from a long time ago it reminds me of um that great seinfeld episode where uh uh kramer is trying to get george's password his atm password out of him and he starts guessing all these different things and uh basically calls him fat and that he he's into junk food and that way he's able to figure out George's password. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, super funny. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to recover that. If anybody does know the password to our Instagram account, please let us know. Instagram us. <laughs> yes. IG us. Yeah. Yeah, Instagram us. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we'd love to get back on Instagram and make some current postings, but it's been a while, uh, and we'll we'll definitely try and get that recovered and get back in there. I Uh, was looking uh, at
2: the ones that we did post, and they are funny. We are funny. Oh, oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah,
0: humble, too. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, we just have a problem Remembering me <laughs> Yeah
0: we just a Bunch of senile idiots Alright so let's get, in, yeah, let's get Into it So uh, what has Everybody been up to Let's catch up We've been a, a couple Weeks ago here uh, We've had a, a, a show You turned
2: What did you turn Even Oh yeah I just had A birthday I turned the big Five
0: two uh, I'm getting uh a party In the studio Yeah I'm getting, uh, I'm getting uh, AARP cards Weekly now Nice uh, Trying to get me To sign up for that I refuse to on principle I refuse to do it on principle alone but um, yeah um, things are changing that's for sure I've, I'm starting to feel my age a little bit um, excuse me had a, a recent work-related injury with my knee uh, been recovering since that um, haven't been able to ski much been trying to find other ways of uh, occupying my time which is very frustrating I would normally be out skiing all this spring snow good. right now good stuff. And uh, I haven't been able to do that because I am being good. I want to, uh, I'm looking for the long term here. I want to be able to heal. So I'm doing exactly what the doctor told me to. Um, And uh, yeah, feeling a little bit better, Um, less pain for sure, a lot more mobility. So hopefully I'm on the road to recovery. But yeah, turning 52 is definitely not fun. Wouldn't recommend (laughs) it. If you have the opportunity (laughs) to avoid that, Uh, yeah, go for that. No doubt. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm
2: looking at 53 in July.
0: Whoa, really? I had no idea. Oh, uh, yep. Oh, uh, you're old. You're a little bit, a little bit older than me. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, right on. But uh, yeah, I want to thank uh, both Alicia, uh, A.K., and uh, Mr. D for coming over to the shindig. We all dug our shins and um, had a great party the other night here, which is I'm just recovering from. That was <laughs> a, a brutal evening uh but uh yeah loads of fun loads of great gifts and uh loads of happy faces all here wishing uh me a happy birthday it was also we kind of double teamed it um somebody who's appeared on the show before natty ice my roommate uh she is moving out of the country uh when her lease is up here she's going to be moving to southeast asia so it was also a double team it was a um going away party for her as well so a lot of her friends showed up and that's a story for another time lucky
2: for wow, you yeah
0: yeah super fun super <laughs> fun night um and uh <laughs> 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 easy. <laughs> <laughs> easy drinker
1: <Dirty>. oh. <coughs> mm. Mm.
0: i think the pizza's Pizza done oh. yeah yeah I'll so th- uh, i'll attend to that all right Most dennis Italian. is going to attend to that so we're gonna we're gonna get into a couple different topics tonight i think we got uh, a brand new beer review gonna be Uh, Speaking of Seinfeld, we're going to be reviewing a beer named after a Seinfeld, not an episode. Uh, Actually, I don't know if it is an episode. I'll have to look it up. But it's a a beer from Faction Brewing out of, do we know? I can't remember, but we'll find out. Um, Called the Penske File. I've had this before, and it's awesome. Um, So we'll be reviewing it. Is that the one I brought you? Yes, it is. Thank you, AK. We're also going to be talking about uh, some thumb, some stuff that's been in the news recently. Uh, there's a lot of weirdos out there. Well, I, maybe they're right. I don't know. But we're going to be talking about uh, some of the flat earther uh, theories that have been uh, bantied around out there in the internets, um, uh, specifically a guy who just shot himself up into the uh, air with his own homemade space rocket. Which That's, is in
1: and of itself pretty cool. It is. Uh,
0: the, <laughs> it, so it's amazing to me that, I don't want really to get into it too much, but it's amazing to me that somebody can have the wherewithal to make their own rocket but could also believe that the earth is flat. Yep. I, those two things jive to me. Right. Um, another thing we're going to be talking about is uh, this is something that Dennis, uh, Mr. D, goes to all the time every year um, in one of his other uh, jobs. He, he goes out as a uh, man-on-the-street reporter. For the Aftershock show, which is going to be coming up, the lineup just got announced that comes to this area in October. So we'll be talking about that a little bit. And uh, we're also going to get into uh, something that I just uh, kind of near and dear to my heart read the book uh, Ready Player One, and I just went down to Reno. Uh, and saw that movie in glorious 3D IMAX, and uh, I'm ready to give you my review mm. of Ready Player One. So I guess uh, without further ado, thanks for attending to the pizza there, Mr. D. C. We'll, we will get into Ready Player One. So let's go around the table first of all. Who has heard of Ready Player One, and who has read the book?
2: I am a virgin. I don't know anything about it.
0: Okay.
1: And Mark and I were going to go see this last week in Reno at the IMAX, mm. and ended up not working out. But very interested in seeing it.
0: Now, did you read the book? No. Okay. I didn't even know it was Mark. Mark hasn't read the book. I don't
1: maybe he might have. Okay. So my first
0: question to you guys is, um, somebody who's read the book um, and kind of knows the background of it, when you watch the movie trailer, what? What grabbed you about that movie trailer that you wanted to that that uh, intrigue you? (laughs) Well, the rush (laughs) song is good, yeah. Um, So, AK is number. There's two of two things. Since this podcast has started, she is now a beer connoisseur, and she is a heavy Rush fan. And I
1: can totally pick a Rush song most <laughs> of the time, eighty percent of the time.
0: Rad! <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that's so seriously, awesome. was that something that that <laughs> kind of jumped out?
1: It's a fun song. Okay, yeah, it's it makes fun. you excited. It, it's fun. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's um, something
0: you could dance to, tap your fing- feet to.
1: I like that. Basically, it's premises. There's so many people, or or society's crumbling somehow, and so these people escape. Right. To this electronic reality, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's cool because I don't know how long ago that book was written, but that's pretty much probably what's going on right now.
0: Yep, everybody's talking about AI and, and uh, I guess virtual it's
1: got reality. a lot of and '80s retro, you know, figures.
0: Absolutely popping in, and yep.
1: you know that's always fun.
0: Yeah, wow.
1: Like,
2: oh.
0: No, go ahead.
1: Like what Ghostbusters? Like,
0: like who? Well, uh, so uh, before we get into this, uh, for those of you who are listening and for the the two people here at the table who haven't uh, read the book, I can give you a kind of a brief synopsis of what's going on. If you are uh, unfamiliar with the story you're thinking about going to see the movie, this would be a good time to just kind of fast forward through the show because there's (laughs) going to be definitely some spoilers here. But um, if you don't care, then let's get into it. So basically, the book was written by a guy named um, Ernest Klein. And uh, the book came out in, I believe, uh, hopefully I'm not wrong, uh, 2011. So it's been out for, you know, eight, eight, seven years. Oh. And uh, I was older than that for
1: some reason. Yeah, Michelle.
0: It's based on this idea of uh, kind of a dystopian society world where, kind of the the infrastructure of the world is kind of dilapidated and things are falling apart. People are living in uh kind of skyrise apartments that have been cobbled together by old shipping containers and anything they could get their hands on. Um
2: So Mad Maxi?
0: Kind of that way. Um Yeah, kind of that way, but uh, maybe not so desperate. You know, not like uh, you know the only thing in the world is is fuel. So
2: it was written in two thousand. It takes place in in no, it it takes
0: yeah, no, it takes place in the future. Ah. So uh, essentially, what happens is um, it's the dichotomy of the book is essentially you have this kind of uh, barren world where everybody's kind of just getting by, uh, but within this world there is you know things have progressed to where everybody has a computer. Um, And there is this, um, for other other intensive purposes, uh, a way of describing it, it's a a virtual reality world that's available to just about anyone. It's called the Oasis. Hmm. And what you can do is you can log in from your computer and you can surf through the Oasis. And uh, the Oasis is a- a Vacation? Yeah, it's a virtual universe, (coughs) but it's taken the place of everything. So uh, kids go to school in the Oasis. Um, they don't have to actually be sitting in a classroom. They're in a virtual school being taught by virtual professors, and they're all there uh, as their avatar. So they are there <laughs> as, a, as a copy of them or whatever they want to be. Um, but the the basis and the principles of going to school are the same. It's just you're there as whatever you want to be viewed as.
2: And, you, and you, still, you still soak up the knowledge. Right. You do
0: soak up the knowledge. And, you know, when it comes to researching anything or um, – buying things, everything is done within the Oasis. So the Oasis is this uh, kind of a do-all uh, virtual reality universe. And people wear haptic suits, which is essentially a virtual reality um uh, connection suit. so yeah so it's a sensor suit something that you have put on so every part of your body can feel what's happening within <laughs> the oasis
1: and your physical body is just what laying in a chair like exactly like a matrix or something exactly yeah okay.
0: and wow. some people have more elaborate rigs than so others like some a, people like have a basic a rigs some people have really expensive it's rigs
2: like an LSD trip you, your mind's going somewhere you're laying there mm-hmm. well your you, mind's going somewhere
0: it's not really that it's it's actually more physical in other words this suit is the connection between the reality that you're in as far as this virtual reality and it's just allowing you to sense the things that are going on around you Crazy. um not so much a not so much a metaphysical or a, a fucking with your brain waves or anything like that it's more of a just a touch and feel thing um so essentially what happens is the guy who creates this oasis he dies and In his dying wish, he says, uh, I would like somebody to take over this thing of mine, which is, you know, priceless. Um, And uh, essentially, you could basically rule the world with this thing because the world uses it. And uh, he says, so I'm going to develop this quest, and it's going to be open to anybody. All you have to do is solve all the clues, get these keys, go to the next level. Once you get to the highest level, you're going to basically... Have access to the ownership of the Oasis. And so it's this quest, virtual reality quest. The interesting thing though is that all of his clues are based in his upbringing, which was in the 80s. He developed his software in the 80s. He's kind of akin to a uh, Steve Wozniak from Apple, uh, kind of one of these brainiac guys who is super into 80s culture. So all of his clues are related to eighties culture. In other words, bands, TV shows, video games that were popular at the time. So lots of references to that. And if you read the book, it gets very intricate to that. Huh. And I'm not a gamer, but the book is so well-written that I found myself intrigued and wanting to f- research and find out what these games were all about and huh. that kind of stuff. A lot of the names I recognized, but I wasn't a gamer back when yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I was more into music. And that's the thing that really got me because one of the major clues in the movie is related to the album 2112 from Rush. And right. if you did not know anything about Rush or 2112, there's no fucking way you're going to solve this, <laughs> this quest. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so really cool to me, and that's what drove me to want to go see the movie. It, it drove me to read the book. Um, in fact, I read the book once, and I listened to the audio book twice before wow. going to see the movie. So I was kind of immersed in this. Went down, saw the movie, Um, you know, a lot of big hype. Steven Spielberg directed it, so that was always a big deal. And then the other big conversation about the movie was, how are they going to get the rights to mention all of this stuff that happened? Mm -hmm. All of these TV shows, all of these movies, all of these music-related quotes, all of these games. They had to have the rights to mention this stuff in the movie. How are they going to pull this off? So it was a big question mark on what it was going to be. Once uh, it was all said and done, so I went down, checked it out. I went to uh, the big IMAX 3D version of it, and um, I got about, uh, I'd say, about a good 35 40 minutes into the movie. And I realized that just about everything that I was into in the book got cut out, and (laughs) I was super disappointed.
2: Oh man, (laughs) however,
0: however, that being said, uh, if you're not so invested in some of the intricate parts of the book, in other words. Game quotes, TV show quotes, rush. Uh, It is a visual extravaganza it's unbelievable i'm curious now. and it's a nonstop uh, uh, kind of a feast of all these 80s references they couldn't spend a lot of time on that stuff because the movie would have been six hours seven hours long it's already two hours and 40 minutes i think oh, shit. so it's a pretty long movie <laughs> but in 3d imax it was insanely entertaining um and if you're just there for the entertainment value it's awesome. The music score is incredible. Uh, the fight scenes are incredible. The other thing that happens is um, this big conglomeration that wants to take over the Oasis, they get involved. So what happens is, is one person solves a clue. And if one person solves a clue and gets a key, it opens it up to everybody after that. Everybody starts basically bombarding the zone and trying to piece together what the clue is using all their knowledge. And there's a big con corporation that wants to take over and that's the they're the evil empire so it's a one guy against you know everybody else Mm -hmm. one guy and his buddies so it's a good story uh i would recommend the movie i would say it's you know if if we're doing the flippy flop scale uh one to five i would give it a i would give it a solid three for entertainment value if you're into the book you're going to be disappointed it's gonna be a 2.5 but um, um yeah there's just too much there in that book um, and that's kind of the way it always is. In fact, I had a, a good conversation with some friends at the party the other night about movies that um, maybe we could talk about this right now. What are some of the movies that you have read the book and have translated well on the big screen? I was only able to come up with a few.
1: Pet Cemetery. <clears throat> oh, okay.
0: Unfortunately, uh, my brother was a bookworm. I was
2: not uh-huh. I, I, uh I
1: magazines. I, I still, <laughs> I'm
2: still a periodical reader. <laughs> and even that went to digital periodicals. Like I read rolling really stone magazine online now. I don't yep. I don't even purchase the old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, Okay. So I really haven't seen any movies that I've not read any books that I've you know it's I can't, pretty cool. I can I can't honestly answer that at all.
1: It's pretty cool to read a book and see the movie and I don't know if it's cool, is right? I remember the term, first but... When they do cut out stuff from the book, you're kind of like, oh man, you're like, everybody's missing this part that is important or relevant in some way. And it's kind of a, it is a letdown. Mm-hmm. Speaking
2: of Rush, Rush was one of the very first bands I've seen in my, saw in my, in my youth. And I do remember coming home or right after Rush at the Spectrum, it's not even there anymore in Philly. Mm-hmm. I do remember coming out and saying, "Wow, that sounded just like the record." Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, ex- I mean exactly. You can play air drums and you can you can be right on t- on cue with with the with the with the band with mm-hmm. live. I remember that was As really Jack cool. Black says, and and... "Neil Pert
0: is always right on the nuggets." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, totally.
2: And uh, to this day I've seen Rush in in in, in 3 decades now and uh yeah, it's, uh, they're still just as badass as far as like uh, playing what they record exactly yep pretty badass
0: and they've said that about um you know we're getting a little off topic but they have said about that in in movies or in uh, in, in interviews that they came to realize that their fans they 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 wanted that that relationship with their fans so bad um <laughs> and they that that was their thing because there was such a kind of a culty thing rush <laughs> And kind of a niche thing. Especially um, back in those days. And they had this rabid following, but they realized after a certain amount of time that one thing that their their fans were really expecting from them was they wanted a good recreation of what they felt they heard on record. They wanted that in the live show. And that became Rush's thing it no, was like that right we on. we have to go out and that. we have to per- and that's why neil had to stop he said i, ca- I just can't do it anymore oh. i can't do it anymore my body is falling apart we cannot it's like seinfeld it's going out on the high note it's like we're gonna go out and there was never a, a lull in what people got from us right. getty's voice was starting to come apart a little bit uh neil's uh joints and tendons were starting to have problems he had tendonitis in, in his arms right and it was, it was, uh, if we can't do what our fans expect, we're not going to continue to do this. And, um, so, you know, they're, they're the Seinfeld of rock. They went out on awesome. the high note. Killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Radical. Awesome. But,
0: you know, some of the movies Res- that I
2: respect for that
0: some of the movies that I, I think about when I think about a, unlike the who, who was uh,
2: going to how even Roger Daltrey is out there right now by himself. Oh my God. Roger yeah. Daltrey is out there oh, right, by himself with members of the who. So, <laughs> so I don't want
0: to get too much off topic because I want to wrap up the, uh, the discussion of uh, ready player one and some of the books that we've, we feel have gone to movie really well. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> did you guys hear about, uh, so you know, you guys know that, uh, Fleetwood Mac's going back out on tour, and they say that, that it's going to be their fired. last, their last one again. You're Lindsay, fired, Lindsey Buckingham got fired today. Yeah, Whoa. unbelievable from the band. Uh-huh. <laughs> so how do you announce a tour and then fire the guy who is pretty much what, three quarters of the band?
1: Wow, interesting. Prop? Is it propaganda? Ooh.
0: Something about, I guess, internal conflict. He did, yeah,
2: he, he didn't agree on something. Probably his pay. Bottom line, probably. Yeah, he, he didn't agree on something something about the reunion
1: tour. It's always something like that going on with those band members.
0: I think Stevie with Nix was like, uh, no, we don't, we don't need the USC marching band again for Tusk. And he's like, yes, we do. God damn it, we want the band. <laughs> uh,
1: We're not even playing that song.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, did you guys ever see uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that that translated very well from the book to to okay. me as a I read that entire series of books. I cannot wait for the second one to ever come out if it ever does. <laughs> um, but yeah, that whole series of books is awesome, and that movie was great. Uh-huh. Um, I think some of the Tom Clancy books, *Clear and Present Danger*, *Patriot Games*. Those those things translated well, and I think George uh, <laughs> or uh, Harrison Ford carried those. I never read Hunt for Red October, so the Alec Baldwin version of Jack Ryan. Uh, it's still one of my favorite movies of all time, but I never read the book, so I don't have anything to refer to um, on that one. I did
1: actually read one of those books, John, oh, yeah? Yeah, and uh, I was a little let down by the movie. Hmm. I mean, you get kind of involved in a book more. You're just It's in your head, yep. you have this vision, and then yeah. it's somebody else's vision, and you're like, but I didn't do it
0: right. So I did recently see American Sniper with... Um,
1: Tom Cruise?
0: No. No, no, no. It had um who's the guy that was uh, Beetlejuice? What's her guy's name? Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, Michael Keaton. Michael <laughs> Keaton God. was the hard ass guy who was training the young uh, assassin and uh that did not tra- that's a Jack Reacher book. Uh I think it's a Jack Reacher book. I'm not positive. It wasn't
1: really a very good movie.
0: But the but then Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise, not into that either. That didn't translate well. Huh. Um but uh yeah, I can I can't think of so so a friend of mine that I was talking to the other day, she said um one of her favorites was uh, the Shinnin The Shinnin, Uh the Shining, uh, was a great translation oh, yeah, that was a good from one sure. from uh, book to movie. Yeah.
2: Stanley Kubrick.
0: Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick. Uh, directed the movie. Oh. Uh, Stephen King wrote the book. That was
1: a good movie. Yeah.
0: Um, Rad. Apparently, Stephen King was a giant dick on set, though, uh, <laughs> for the uh, filming of that. And I, I believe he was kicked off the set um, huh. on that one. But, I mean, Stanley Kubrick had his own agenda. There's so much hidden shit in there. If you guys ever want to see a great documentary, documentary of Stanley Kubrick's oh. building of that movie, yeah. incredible. I do want to see that. It's I'm going to find incri- that on Netflix. There's stuff. so much hidden stuff that you do know. I'm going to find that tonight. It's incredible. That's right up my alley. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I love that
1: shit. I, w- I read a bunch of the Dan Brown books, like Celestine Prophecy. Yeah. Those ones weren't bad. So Tom when Banks I was...
0: when I was kind of growing up getting into books, Pelican Brief was a big one. That was mm-hmm. kind of the first one that came out. Yeah, uh okay. oh, and also what was it the the one where Tom Cruise was in was about the office when he was a lawyer. Um uh, where it's like Gene Hackman get the and the money, Tom Cruise get the money or bow money or something. No. Show me no, the money. No. <laughs> no. With Cuba Gooding, <laughs> Gooding Jr. Yeah, no, not that one. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so I think it's hard. I think it's hard to write a a great sprawling book and to translate it well into a into a movie. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And a lot of times Stephen King books and movies end so poorly. Like you're so engulfed in this awesome book and you're like, oh, man. And then it just ends like just horribly. Yep. Every time, like there's been maybe one or two of his books that like the end was actually pretty legit. The rest of the time, it's like just trails off. <laughs> so I, I, <laughs> like, I read okay. I read The
0: Hobbit as a kid, did not read uh, Lord of the Rings um, uh, uh, trilogy uh, in book form. But um, it just seems like in a scenario like that, you have a it. So I did read all of the Game of Thrones books. And that was an undertaking. And there's just a lot of filler in those books. And when HBO started doing the series, I thought they did a very good job getting the finer points out there, uh, creating the characters, and uh, getting the point across. So I thought that was a good translation. But when you're, when you're talking about like Lord of the Rings, there's just so much dialogue, and there's so much intricacy, and there's so much stuff... That when, uh, you know, when I saw those movies, though, those movies I thought did a fantastic job of telling that story, mm-hmm. uh, Lord of the Rings. I just don't have that. I read the book, here it is on film uh, way of comparing the right. two. But yeah. Huh.
1: I went hire Harry Potter's. That's a lot of invested time.
0: I I got I remember reading the first Harry Potter, and that's as far as I ever got. I never. It was just too, I can't do it. Yeah, it was just a little too du- juvenile for me. But I did. I was blown away by the the imagery in the first Harry Potter. I still think it's an awesome movie because it was right at the generation of where um, CGI was just really getting going, and they had all those staircases moving around in that. Castle and stuff, and I just thought that was fucking unbelievable. Right. Yeah, I, was, I, could, I couldn't get over it visually, it was incredible, but as far as how it translated the story, I didn't give a shit.
2: Something else that I've, heard, I've heard so much about but never seen. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I, yeah. Can't deal with that. Uh, yeah I don't know. No, I, I always think... thought it was for something like you said, juvenile. I thought it was for kids, young adult novel. I never really paid yeah. attention
1: to it, and it's just too much <clears throat> uh, whimsical wizard shit.
0: Whimsical. Yeah, it's like, ooh, the
1: boogalies and the bubbles, and I can't deal. That's it. I'm done.
0: Right on. So, uh, yeah, we're going to take a little quick break here. (laughs) We are. Yeah, I think so. We're going to. grief. Just, uh, you know, just take a little quick break. Word. And then we're going to come back, and uh, yeah, we're going to get into some Aftershock stuff and maybe a brand new WTF. And oh, don't forget, a brand new beer review. Nice. All right, and we are back for another great. Permanent Vacation Radio Beer Review. Ow! What? uh, Give us our free beer.
1: I remember my first beer.
0: (coughs) I'm drunk. You're drunk. Everybody's drunk.
1: It was the greatest beer in all the world.
0: All right. And this week, we are going to be reviewing something from Faction Brewing. Uh, Faction Brewing uh, is out of... Um, Where are these guys from? Anybody know? Nope. Faction Brewing, I I think they're out of the Bay Area. Bay
1: Area.
0: Let's just say Bay Bay Area um, until we can uh, figure out. I think uh, maybe Alameda. So anyway, um, these guys came out with a beer. uh, Alameda. Yeah. Whoa. So uh, big these brain. guys, big brain uh, These got guys, a big brain on Kevin. Uh, these guys came out with a beer recently, within the last year, that has uh, maybe one of the greatest beer names I've ever heard of, um, with the exception of Huel Hasner <laughs> <laughs> by Tappet Brewing out of San Luis Obispo. <laughs> you guys all know about Huel Hasner. Oh my God!
2: Look at that beer! It's amazing. This
1: beer is delicious.
0: But we are talking <laughs> about, of course, Faction Brewings, the Pensky file, and for those of you who are Seinfeld fans. You will recognize that name as uh, the uh, file that George was given to work on at his job that he may or may not have had. Um, <laughs> yeah, during uh, the Barber episode of Seinfeld. It's already funny. Seinfeld. Yeah, <laughs> so the Penske file is a pale ale hop with mosaic and equinox hops. Uh, it comes in at 5.8 ABV and Ooh. IBUs are at 40, so not super hoppy. Or excuse me, not super boozy and also not super uh, bitter. I like it already. Yeah, so um, it's got a great little cover. It's got a cartoon character of uh, George opening the Penske file and a million (laughs) hops flying out of the Penske file folder. So really, really cool. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with the uh, Penske file in the Seinfeld iteration, uh, a little quick uh dive into wikipedia will give us a little bit background on the penske file uh so the barber is the episode um it is the 72nd episode of the nbc sitcom seinfeld it's the eighth episode in the fifth season which is right in the wheelhouse of seinfeld that's fourth and fifth season are the best seasons absolutely the episode begins with george at a job interview his future employer mr tuttle is cut off mid-sentence by an important phone call and uh, sends George away without knowing whether he actually has been hired or not. Essentially what happens was George and Jerry get into a little bit of a debate on whether uh, George should show up for the job or not. George decides he's just going to show up and pretend like he's got the job, like nothing ever happened, and uh, either he is going to... uh, be working there, or uh, by the time his uh, boss, who is on vacation, shows back up, he'll be so ensconced with the company that he'll just be uh, part of the thing. But unfortunately, he gets handed this Penske file, which he has no idea what to do with, and during the course of the show, he ends up screwing around and uh, doing absolutely nothing to the chagrin of his boss. Well, when the show is about back. nothing, so it's the perfect. The show is, is about he nothing. Is perfect. He perfect. <laughs> he does
1: act like he's very angry and frustrated and busy. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yes, so AK brought up. We were talking about this before we uh, started the show, and AK got, brought up a, a good point that I forgot about. It's how George tries to project that he's busy, which is—go ahead. It's I'm, awesome. Uh, it's just— <laughs>
1: somebody walks in and asks him a question he just he's not doing anything he's like you know playing with like a, a toy <laughs> and then they walk in and he's like slamming the drawers and he's just like oh, and he's shuffling folders back and forth pretending like he's super busy think and think super frustrated because <laughs> if you pretend like you're super busy and angry people will just leave you alone
0: exactly and it's kind of true and it works. for that whole week it worked like a charm <laughs> uh, which I have adopted in my career and uh, has worked like a charm many 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 times and uh in fact i used to have a cartoon above my desk in a in a future or a a past job that i had and uh in a future job in a a past job sorry (laughs) Uh, so essentially what what happened was is i i put this cartoon up because i walked into work unannounced one day and i found my entire staff just completely goofing off and i was so pissed uh, because it was an embarrassment to me as the department manager, and uh, you know, the person who ran the store, if they saw that, it was it was embarrassing to me. Right. So I, I tacked this cartoon up above my desk, and I, I just said to everybody, refer to this cartoon if you have any questions on what you should be doing. <laughs> and uh, the cartoon was essentially a pirate ship, long view of a pirate ship. And uh, the captain was in his wheelhouse, looking down on the deck. And he was looking at his first mate. The first mate was yelling at the entire crew. And uh, the first mate was yelling, lots of useless motion, lots of useless motion. (laughs) And the captain was looking up there very satisfied (laughs) at what he was seeing down there. And uh, that was like, okay, if you guys ever have a, have a fucking lapse in your decision making process just refer to this cartoon lots of useless motion everybody's going to think you're busy everybody's do not busy. just stand around
1: no.
0: yeah so that's essentially the, uh, the the idea behind the Penske file there and George's uh, take on how to, how to appear busy but uh, yeah so we're going to uh, check this beer out uh, apparently this is a uh, I think this is a seasonal beer if I'm not mistaken maybe only available in certain times of the year but again I love the name of this I'm a huge Seinfeld fan let's get into it Mm, I like this one. Slightly hazy, mm-hmm. golden. But the mosaic and equinox, boy, those are blending well. Mm-hmm. Really good.
1: Yeah, it's um crisp.
0: But it is not killing my palate with uh, tons of uh, bitterness.
1: It's got that little bit. Of, little bit. Little Just bit enough. Just yeah. enough. Yep. It's a good one. Yeah,
2: it's good. Balanced. hmm Nice mm-hmm. work, faction
0: awesome so faction brewing uh brewing out of uh bay area which is uh what, what, what do we say alameda. Where, alameda alameda yeah so uh that's where all the uh um the uh, warships are stored according to uh, star trek right remember that star trek alameda, yes. alameda. alameda. There, the, that stupid the stupid one the uh, stupid movie where they were going to save the whales <laughs> do you do you remember that uh, that one that movie? Vaguely. Oh the my god. And and Chekhov was like Alameda, where is Alameda? Alameda, we need to see your vessels. Your war vessels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're a Star Trek fan out there. I know one that I just met a couple of days ago. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> here we go. They might be uh, into that. Let's uh, little, elaborate on that. They might be into that little reference the right there. Yeah. <laughs> what is faction
1: um, cafe latte? What is that?
0: Uh, well, I don't know what it sounds about? like a brown going
2: down. It's a stout. faction cafe latte a brown ale or a
0: stout It's gotta be served on nitro and brewed with chocolate cacao nibs Locally roasted uh, cafe Santana coffee and lactose sugar. This stout will have you saying Giddy up in no time <laughs> Kramer approved wow oh, that wow. has got a, f- a picture of Kramer on right. these guys are fully uh, into uh totally. Totally. Seinfeld. Seinfeld did not know that i'm going to have to investigate a little bit more cuz i am <laughs> super into Seinfeld and uh, did you see how i easily i translated into the <clears throat> giddy up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. So,
2: when something is brewed with lactose, it gives it a uh, it's it gives it a milky creamy feel in the mouth. So, I just had a hmm. beer
0: the other day. I can't remember who brewed it, but it was a lactose raspberry chocolate uh sounds awesome. uh porter or something Ooh. like that. It was wow. freaking unbelievable. And somebody had brought some chocolate over here, mm-hmm. and we were eating the chocolate and sipping this beer, and it was
2: like high society It was kismet Like It was unbelievable
0: <laughs> Kismet Yes Let me look that up mm-hmm. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> swipe, <laughs> swipe, swipe, swipe Yeah
2: <laughs> uh, Mother Earth Brewing Company Has an IPA called Kismet
0: Oh really? K-I-S-M-E-T Yeah that's yeah. it mm-hmm. That's it So it means uh, uh
1: Serendipitous Ooh serendipi- Perfection.
0: Ooh, perfection. That is perfection. And like, what is that? And what is that word? No, worth? that is perfection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Serendipitous.
1: Nice. Uh, nice. Oh, sorry. Two <laughs> <laughs> is over there
0: still flipping through his thesaurus. Uh,
1: everybody's got a thesaurus <laughs> in their back pocket nowadays. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> right
0: on. So let's go around the table. Let's start with uh, <laughs> AK. ladies first. And uh, on the five flippy-flop scales, what would you give the Penske file?
1: give
0: it a probably a four. Ooh, four. nice. That's a good four. round score there. That's
1: good,
2: mm-hmm. Mr. D. Same. It's really good. I love it. It's a uh, it's a little it's almost a, almost on the bitter end Tangy. that I don't like. Yeah, yep. that I don't like, but it's right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's good. Um everything else balances it out and makes it
0: Yes. A, and uh so i'm gonna give this a 4.5 uh this is a very good beer to me uh on two re- for two reasons number one i think it tastes great uh, i love the name of it Less I, filling. Lo- I love the label and i love the fact that ak brought this for me for my birthday hey. that's a 4.5 hey. all right Gideon. up all right so if you want to check this out too get on out there and check out faction brewing at factionbrewing.com and you can go to slash the uh, space no well you'll look it up look it up on their site (laughs) you'll find it you're smart yeah it's the penske file you can't miss it. It's got a picture of George. And the, uh, check out the other. Use the Google machine. Check out the other uh, faction Seinfeld reference beers as well, like Cafe Latte, which has got a Kramer on it. What else? And uh, well, that's the only ones I could see. Let's let's take a look here real quick while we're on here. Um, I'm not seeing. Oh, there's the Penske file. Um, I'm not seeing any more Seinfeld references here. Boy, they make a lot of beer. Uh, available in bottles. 007. There's the Pensky file, Devereux Winter Imperial Stout. Yeah, so I'm not seeing anything other than that uh, that Kramer reference there, but uh, definitely some Seinfeld. There's, uh, fans. there's not a
2: There's not a Manhand ale. Uh, no, Manhand. No, no, no,
0: no. plus <laughs> talker. Yep. <laughs> Um, so yeah, check them out, uh, out of Alameda, California faction brewing. And if you can find the, um, Penske file, grab yourself a taste and go on to Facebook at the, or the no permanent vacation show and, uh, leave your own review there. Or you can always find us at our website, which is the perp note. PermanentVacationRadio.com dot com. Why do I don't keep saying <laughs> the? B. It's because I'm in Seinfeld. So do you guys know that almost every episode of the Seinfeld is it's the, the something? The something. It's the uh, something. Right. Yeah. So this uh, the Penske file uh, is not the Pensky file. It's the uh, barber. Uh. That was the name of that episode. So uh, sorry about that. I got into a Seinfeld jam. You can't
1: drink too much beer because you'll if you can't release your bladder, relieve your bladder, you'll obviously get pyelonephritis.
0: I have no idea Where that came from
1: <laughs> You don't remember Euromycesitis episode No is it, they, they all go shopping Or something And they're in a parking garage And they can't find Oh
0: that's home. right <laughs> Isn't Kramer Carrying around Like an air conditioner Or something yep. The entire time Like and something super heavy Jerry
1: and the <laughs> Security <laughs> guard He gets busted He gets busted And he tells <laughs> him He's <laughs> got Euromycesitis Which is a Urinary
0: problem. <laughs> yes. If he
1: doesn't go To the bathroom He yep. could die
0: Yeah 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 Yep <laughs>
1: wow.
0: Yep. And, uh, and there is another episode where Kramer installs another uh, um, air conditioner, the Commando, uh, the Commando 5000, and it falls out of the window and crushes a dog oh. and oh, horrible, horrible, but uh, great episode there. Uh, so h- speaking of podcasts, I should probably let everybody know that the reason why I know all this Seinfeld shit is is I listen to a uh, podcast religiously called Seincast which is two guys uh, talking about every single episode of (laughs) Seinfeld Uh, each episode they devote about an hour and 20 minutes to including clips trivia um, all the actors involved what the other actors have appeared in other movies and other TV shows and they get very in depth and it is everything Seinfeld it is super addictive how
1: racist Kramer is in real real life yeah
0: it is super (laughs) (laughs) super (laughs) (laughs) they do talk about that it is uh, super addictive, and I would highly recommend that. Uh, we don't recommend other podcasts very often, but uh, Adam Carolla, <laughs> Adam, ours, Adam, Adam, Adam Carolla, yes, <laughs> Signcast, yes, nice, and uh, Permanent Vacation Radio, yeah. the Permanent Vacation the. Radio, <laughs> the famous. I have to
2: say that after a few more sips of this, this is a very good beer. Yeah, yeah, I really like so it. The, the first there. two three sips were definitely on the bitter side. I'm
0: gonna dive in here for a little bit more. Definitely better
2: nice lovely
0: all right cool so uh what do you guys want to talk about next i know uh uh, uh adam adam <laughs> hi i'm adam no adam uh, mr d you're gonna be heading to uh aftershocks i soon. am now you've talked about this in the past mm-hmm. um this is a local show this is not like Lollapalooza that goes on tour does this only have one stop
2: uh yes this is the seventh year the seventh year and it's yep. in sac it's in uh sacramento yep Discovery Park, to be exact,
0: Mm -hmm. October
2: 13th and 14th. Tickets go on sale
0: Friday. Oh, wow. That's Mm -hmm. a big deal. And uh, you've already got your uh, hall pass because you are going on behalf of one of the local radio stations here as their roving reporter. I
2: got a team of uh, Candy Xander and Kristen Cresto. I mean,
0: my God. And I mean, it's... I'd like to be there just to hold their booms.
1: <laughs> <Now> what? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> and
2: uh, yeah, so uh, the, the radio station sends us every year. We do interviews and they send us the media tent. It's pretty fun. Yep. Super cool. Very lucky to have that, uh, that experience and um, didn't ask for it last year and they just presented it to me
0: now Miss Cresto is she flying in from points unknown she is in
2: uh, at, uh, she's in Georgia right now Atlanta Ooh, that's weird and yes it's but weird. probably not for her <laughs> no <laughs> she's a yeah. free. She's a quite this. She's a free spirit. She's that's
0: free spirit. awesome. Yeah. I've uh, been lucky enough to meet her maybe twice in my life. You met, and you
1: met Kristen Christo. Yeah. A.K. Oh, I think so. You get along
0: with her too. No, she's an awesome person. And uh, yeah. yeah, so that's a good crew. Um, yeah. So what's what's on tap for this year? Uh, do we have a lineup?
2: We do. Uh, an- announced today, the lineup was announced today, and it is System of a Down, who hasn't done anything for a long time, for, mm. as far as new music and/or touring. That's pretty exciting, Deftones. Self-righteous
0: suicide. The
2: Deftones. I really want to. Uh, I really want to interview the Deftones. And uh, Alice in Chains. Not the Alice in Chains, but Alice in Chains. Right. Yeah. Incubus. I went on tour with Incubus. I saw them twenty-five
0: times. Yep. Yeah.
2: On the fence about that. Yep. Godsmack. Can't Ooh, wait hey, to see that. yeah, That's good stuff. 311 slash. 311? What? 3, it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> It will be. Slash with, uh, with Miles I'm guessing
0: with he has an interview lined up with 311. With
2: Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: at the drive-in, which is uh, post um, Mars Volta.
0: Okay. There you and go.
2: See there. Jonathan Davis of Corn. Bullet for my Valentine, Black Veil Bride. Seen them before. Hell yeah! Is uh, 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 Dimebag Dimebag Darrell's brother, drummer. Oh, singer. crazy! Guar Everlast. Whoa, Everlast is Storm. Everlast. Everlast. Yeah. Everlast. <laughs> Everlast. Holy moly! Was that
1: rapping? It was a hip hop.
2: Everlast. So, Everlast is like the, um, they had these rip. Didn't they rip off the Chili Pepper loop? The, they scored it big. It Wasn't that dude with the mm. white hair? Oh, you're right. Yeah, I forget his name. Yeah,
0: uh, I platinum, don't, Yeah, platinum hair. I, I can't remember hmm. either, but I, I I know the vision. Yeah, uh, that,
2: that. and the list goes on and on. A couple more monster magnet down the line. Uh, All them witches who played at the CBC in, uh, at a free show, um, in the red room one night. And uh, Charles, the sound guy, he said, "You got to come see this band." I think it was on a Wednesday night. It was definitely a school night. And he said, yep. "He never does that." He hmm. You got to come see this band. So I went down and saw this band called all them witches and it was badass. Yeah, so I'm, yep. I'm uh, really excited to see awesome. that. And then uh, on my way here, actually I was, I was listening to the radio, the Reno radio station. And they were saying how this band Dorothy just played jub-jubs down in Reno and they're stoked to see them on the aftershock bill. And I'm, this band Dorothy is playing uh-huh. uh, that. So I'm going to check them out as well.
0: So we were talking about this the other night at the uh, party um, I'm not seeing a lot of uh, Greta Van Fleet uh, dates. I mean, wouldn't these guys, wouldn't those guys, fit right into this shit?
2: They did last year. They were they were there last year. They, oh, they were. Yeah. They came. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I saw them. They uh, they were supposed to be on the main stage, uh, when in front of a big crowd.
0: Well, they must be trying to come their out bus, with a sophomore effort right now. Their, because, their bus broke down. Oh, yeah.
2: And they so. Oh, that's right. You told uh, me the story. So I saw them on a smaller stage, a tiny ass stage at a random time later on that night and uh, cuz a word got out i mean it was it was that day it all happened so yep. There was a postponement then all oh all of a sudden they're here so they're going to play on this old the stage so i went and saw them checked them out and i got there just for the hit yeah 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 <laughs> they're just starting that hit song uh, highway song yeah Cool, and then uh, also Led Zeppelin, or uh, Robert Plant was saying that Greta, Flan, Greta, Flan, Greta Van Fleet is yeah. Led Zeppelin 1. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so wouldn't uh, so has anybody ever played Aftershock twice?
2: Yeah, Maynard three times. Man, so, Maynard's uh, in
0: three bands. So, I mean, these guys are hot as a pistol right now. Either they're in the studio working on their sophomore effort, or... Uh, it's a big miss. I think I think they could come back, be there on time, and play the big stage. <laughs> they probably and, could. and maybe make some hay <clears throat> while the sun is shining. Right.
2: It does say that uh, more TBA. So
0: interesting. Yeah, yeah. They, I think they'd be a good second go around, two years in a row. I'm
2: surprised that they're not on this bill. So. I'm surprised
0: they're just not playing more. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that hearing too. any shows. That too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Could be no, it's three brothers. It could be some, uh, some, some,
0: uh, some black crows, <laughs> yeah, some, some, uh, some oasis bullshit, <laughs> totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never
2: know, man. They could be sick of each other already. <laughs> Jesus, oh, Jesus Christ, Christ yeah. get me
0: out of here! Yeah, you sound too much yeah. like Robert Plant. Oh, you sound like too much like <laughs> Robbie Jimmy Page. Man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who knows what's going on inside that
2: band? Yeah, it's three brothers and a dude. On, uh, three brothers and a dude. Three brothers and a dude. Three brothers and a dude. Who is that dude? I don't know, but he's lucky. Yeah, Steve Jones. He, sh- he should be in there make-
0: making peace with those brothers. Yeah, he should be, man. <laughs> I think that would be a friggin' uh, Can't. A referee. So, so, you
2: know, Lindsey uh, Buckingham. Uh, bucking long story short, um, if you do go to aftershock, there is two ticket ons. So aftershock is set up. There's uh, there's like a like a rolling hill area with these big, huge, giant, big ass oaks. That's the VIP area? Yep. So if you get those tickets, you have your own food concessions, you have your own bathrooms, and you're up on this slight hill that's above the people and under these oaks. It's oh. a pretty badass setup. Yeah. For an all-day hot festival. Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool setup. You're under this huge oaks, shaded. You can see the stage. You can hear it. It's awesome. How
0: it's much fun. water is like uh, seventeen bucks? Uh, something oh. like that yeah, for sure. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's
2: another thing that uh, thank God for one hundred one point five. I thank you so ah. much, one hundred one point five, because they set up us set us up in a media tent. And we're even we're in a gated community. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, so all the stars just, just totally hang out and, and play like cool. Uh, f- uh, what's that beanbag game and
0: cornhole? Cornhole, cornhole. yeah, and, awesome.
2: uh, Yeah, we have our own bar. We have our own. Uh, we have our own uh, 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 bathrooms. So well. it's it's uh it's super super uh, and in Sac-
0: in Sacramento it's easy to get around uh you're probably yeah. got easy access to uh, lodging all that stuff I, I, uh, I, back I, and <laughs> forth with the
2: Uber I told uh, Team Mister D to uh, get a hotel ASAP yeah yeah fuck yeah dude because <laughs> Chris Cresto has a uh, she works at the Ritz uh-huh. so she has Marriott connections Ooh, down there that nice. get discounts yeah. nice. so I'm like, uh, I'm like I'm like i getting the free tickets
0: <laughs> yeah that's get good a ask. hotel right. So, yeah, awesome. it's going to be fun. I can't wait. So, yet. what are those dates again?
2: I highly recommend it. Um, October 13th and 14th. It's and a, it's a, tickets s-
0: go on sale on Friday. Friday. Monster, and, Monster so, Energy AfterShot. So, let's say some uh, some of the uh, permanent vacation radio fans want to come out there and check out the show. And they also want to uh, do a, a double dip. And they want to check out uh, what you guys are doing. Is that possible? Or are you guys so sequestered that that's, that's, not, a, that's not an option?
2: It's pretty... Uh, I don't let the riffraff in there. Yeah. Um, yeah
0: okay so basically just just knowing that you're there on the premises should be enough for them and uh they should be <laughs> very happy dennis. i know dennis right and be like, come <laughs> on I, so bring your friends yeah i have business with dennis <laughs>
2: yeah it's pretty high security we have we have a laminate and a um thing Ooh. however i could probably i um i could probably we usually just use three of the four to six that are available. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah.
0: interesting.
2: Finding, finding Do guys, with that finding, as you will. Find you guys some jobs. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll hold a boom.
0: I can blow up balloons. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll hold a. I'll hold a couple boobs.
2: Booms. Yep. Sorry. Well, I just. I almost said something. <laughs> but it's cool, hard. Kevin. You'd really like. You'd. You'd really. we'd be all to Really, cause, really it, cause, uh, Yeah, because there's a bunch of tables. Well, you know I are, can. That are set up just like this.
0: Well, you know, as of today, I can stay on site.
1: And oh,
2: that's right. <laughs> that's right, rad. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of tables set up just like this. There's there's make mock shift makeshift uh radio stations. Yeah. Like, really. Like the dog and then 104.5 and, and, and from, from um from the Reno. Dog the bounty hunter? <laughs> no. Oh uh, us one on one point five truck and tile radio are there. And we're in, in this big tent, so it's it's a it's a sea of People like us yeah that's awesome weirdos we'll like right us. In.
0: yeah if we
1: have all this equipment and we look official
0: yeah I mean we we're like, just... well,
1: we're here we just put the yeah. headphones on I, can,
2: and walk you know I wonder if we can do a podcast from there why not man I yeah, don't why see not? why not let's make it, like it happen let me make it out. I'll ask it's double dip it's double dip oh I see you're saying got it didn't know the double dip reference yeah, I get it now. Buddy. Oh,
0: I don't. I still <laughs> am a little lost on that. It's the, Penske, it's the Penske file. It's getting to you. <laughs> <laughs> Might be
1: three days of partying. Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, see, explosive diarrhea. Long, <laughs> All right.
2: Long story short, I highly <laughs> recommend the uh, Aftershock Festival. It is a gas. It's super fun.
0: Cool. Uh, I think right now what we want to do is we want to get into the push-the-button, Max. Oh, my goodness. W. What <laughs> the? All right, so it's another edition of the Vacation Radio, WTF sure. segment, and we're what we're going to talk about uh, this week is we're going to talk about something that we posted a couple days ago, which is something that's been popping up in the news recently, and uh, I just don't get it. Um, I, I don't understand why anybody lends any credence to it. I don't know how it gets any traction, uh, except I got to tell you, this one guy really caught our attention because he went the extra step and he said I'm going to take things into my own hands and I'm going to prove this once and for all. <laughs> we of course are talking about the Flat Earthers, A.K. Thoughts. Complete Unbelievable.
1: Morons.
0: There's, oh, only one pers- there's only one person I want to hear talk about this right now and it's a.k. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Well, here's the thing. If you go in an airplane and you look at the earth... <laughs> Okay, you go from, you never flip over the other side? I mean, don't you think that if you did fly in an airplane to a destination, you would see the end? Like, I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense. And like, if if there's pictures of it being a a sphere, why wouldn't there be pictures of it being a giant landmass floating in space or whatever they think it is, I don't know. How deep do they think it goes, like lengthwise? If it's just. <laughs> How deep
2: is your love? How deep your love? How deep is
1: your love? <laughs> yeah. do, do, do. Um, and also, do, isn't there? <laughs> Don't oh, we know that the world has this. a core and everything? There's core. Um, like oh, inner core, the outer core, the mantle, the inner crust, and the outer crust.
0: Did you say inner core? <laughs> 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 That's right, baby.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, no, come on, give me a break. And then, and then this guy goes up in what a, from that
0: song or the? T-
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The um, he goes up into a rocket 1,500 feet in the air to prove what? I mean, it is it is very cool that he did build a rocket. That's an an interesting thing to be able to do. It's it's amazing he didn't die on re-entry.
0: That is one of the things that jumped out at me with the story. It's like, oh, okay, this guy had the ingenuity to make a rocket and go up <laughs> more than five feet. If I built a rocket, I would die. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and I probably wouldn't go more than five feet in the air. And um, so this guy was able to do that, but... But yet, the concept of a round Earth-like planet, which all of the planets are round, um, eludes him. Yeah. I, I, so that, to Does me, he those he two things the don't... planets
1: are also flat, you know.
0: Well, I think I think flat Earthers, uh, you, and you guys out there in, in listener land, you're going to have so to let us know whether this is true or not. Do they think that everything that has been ever promoted as 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 Space and and galactical travel and whatever it is, you know, uh, pictures of different planets. Do is it all fake? Is it all fake? fake?
1: And who would go so, to? So the... uh,
2: it's yeah. So they think that all the all the pictures of the of the moon and pictures of the Earth from the moon and from spacecraft and all that are that's right. all bullshit. Um, bullshit.
0: Okay.
1: And so, what would be the point of trying to elude us in that way?
2: <laughs> elude us. What's the point point of of Proving it's a flat earth
0: Skullduggery is what you're trying to say (laughs) Skullduggery bamboozling
1: Right? Why would we need that What would be the point What
0: would be the purpose of that
1: uh, Do they want it to be flat Because of uh, Better gravity Well you just brought up a
0: very big Hole in their theories it's how does gravity exist without our planet being uh, round and right. being circled by the huh. gravity mean... okay
1: yeah. and and nobody's ever because, hit the end because I'm like oh I just hit the end because
0: and... when I want to go up in the air 1500 feet
1: 1500 feet I
0: need a rocket <laughs> do you yeah. know why I need a rocket that'd be gravity and how does gravity exist? <laughs> it's because the fucking planet's round.
1: And so he just shot himself up a little ways. I mean, you could stand at the top of KT or any mountain in Tahoe and be several thousand feet higher than him. <laughs> I mean, we're higher than that right now. I don't know. What the hell is he doing? So, and then you can't, uh, can't see anything. And I see what the it. Fuck is he got, what the fuck is that guy doing?
0: What the fuck is a Chinese a downhill? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that was off topic. Um but uh yeah. Uh
1: <sighs> I don't get it. I uh, just don't
0: understand how these people are clinging to this.
1: Isn't Dennis Rodman a flat earther?
2: <laughs> uh, I think he is. And he wears brooches.
1: He dresses like a seventy year old lady. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. He is weird. And so <laughs> I am assuming he is. There's a bunch of like kind of famous people that are flat earthers as well and it's
2: so hard to even think that these people think like that i don't get it i
1: don't know i mean i guess if you really don't if you really distrust your entire civilization of earth then maybe that's what you want to believe i don't know i mean how could anything can be possible this could all just be a, a reality of I'm the only person that exists, and you are all in my own little world. And when Did I you die see the done... artist's
2: rendition of what a flat Earth would look like in, hanging mm-hmm. out in space? What it's a, it's like a pancake. It's like with yeah, it's weird looking, and the water's dripping off the sides. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird.
1: Water is dripping off the sides. <clears throat> mm. Yeah,
2: it's like a ta- it's like a you know a
1: table. Oh, yeah. right,
0: like so so uh, basically the entire perimeter of the Earth would be a giant waterfall.
1: Like like an endless pool, you know. And so
0: that means that we have, essentially, an endless supply of water. It will never run out because it's been running off the side of the earth forever. Forever. Hmm.
1: Mm. Like a fountain. Yeah. (laughs) Let's see if we can
2: find it here.
0: What the fuck? I don't know. Oh, I I forgot. That is the name of the segment. What the fuck? It is.
1: (laughs) I'm going to try to see that picture. That's fucking weird. Flat Earth pic um
0: flat earth pick it's going to be like a someone's super cool guitar pick or something
1: mhm
0: yeah so yeah i don't i don't understand it um uh, i don't people. get it um uh the only thing i ever want to say to somebody that uh claims to be a flat earther is you are a <laughs> dick whoa look at that what is that emblem behind that picture uh united nations what? And,
1: well who is that a picture of at the top? Elon Musk or somebody? Or oh that? yeah. Is that yeah.
0: one? Yeah, well, so he's so he's the guy. The earth used to be round. <laughs> and he <out>. <laughs> I can't even deal. The and Elon Musk flattened it.
1: Huh. Oh he did. He did. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> deal. <Ugh. That's laughs> fucking ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Um, Ak, are you happy that you have more sound bites in? You know who? Interestingly
1: enough, you know who is a flat earther. Tequila,
0: tequila, tequila. I was talking about (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Here you you go.
1: So you know it is. Oh, that's a
0: the earth is a banana. It's
2: a banana earth. Wow, (laughs) interesting.
0: Ooh, it's changing. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, (laughs) that's incredible. So where
1: did Monday Night Football? Tequila, tequila. So the the fuck's um, that bitch been? Jail flat earth it up with their other buddies <laughs>
0: She's with Dennis Rodman.
1: Oh,
2: here yep. you go. Pepperoni pizza earth. Oh, I love
1: delicious.
0: that. Those are like uh, those graphics are incredible. Are they like GIFs or something? Yeah. It's not GIF, by the way. Here's GIFs. a
1: picture on the website and it's a man standing and it says the cities in the background are approximately 16 miles apart. Where is the curve? Please explain this.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: God damn it, dude. Really? W-
0: what site is that?
1: uh indy100 dot com
0: oh my god what so uh go so on indie 100 dot com go to the very next story that they have on there let's just uh let's just get a, a feel for what they're talking about oh god very next story what do you mean well, I don't know, I don't What's, know. uh go to, don't know. <laughs> go to the news feed I don't know I don't, I don't know how to work that, news that shit news. Yeah, there you go I'm
1: like, dude I don't know how to do this I'm forty okay John Oliver thinks the crisis pregnancy centers are bullshit, so we opened one. Mm, that's nice. Okay. Over a half of the women with HIV in the UK have been with Kevin. Fin- oh, all right now. Have experienced <laughs> violence. <laughs> <laughs> Badum- <laughs> Um, okay. A man raised by wolves admits yeah. he is disappointed by human life. Okay, so okay,
0: so there we get a little get a little taste of the temperature there on that uh that site. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh good stuff.
2: Well, isn't this Elon Musk here? What would this? What would? What, what wasn't that his his car? Thing? Yeah,
1: he put a Tesla in the.
2: So what? there's a round earth right there.
1: I
0: know. No, 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 no. That doesn't show depth. That's just a flat earth. That's a pizza. That's a pizza. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: So, everyone, Ringo Starr over here. Ringo Starr. (laughs) That's a pizza.
0: That's a pizza, (laughs) guys. Ted Nugent's on my new tour.
1: Ted Nugent, what a <laughs> cool guy!
0: Oh, he's God. really nice. Man. He's a nice person. That oh, is one God.
1: cool man. You know, right I,
2: he's playing at CVI in Carson Valley, yep. which 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 uh, Derek does. Derek from Metal Echo does the sound for. Yep. And. Um, I'm afraid of, to go see him. <laughs>
0: so no, like I wouldn't that. be. Af- I wouldn't be afraid to go what? see him. Whatever. Yeah, I, know I,
2: know I, want I to. I'm fucking nuts gonna fucking shoot up something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not there, but some sometimes.
1: Maybe. Probably. Maybe not him. Gotta but. wash my hair that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I well, know, I honestly—that's thought the first thing that came to my head. I'm like, "Fuck! If I go there, what if I?" Some
1: some, some some fucking skinhead, so, skin skin fucking crazy person, the, the, oh, the, the white first, guy. The first thing is, you know, <laughs>
0: we we are we're into music here. You've got a Who shirt on, uh, maximum R and R. What's up, Rush? And we were, you yeah. know, and we were talking about uh, we were talking about music the other or, or just earlier tonight, and uh, you know, some of these bands, um, yeah, we remember them in their heyday, and I remember Ted Nugent in his heyday. I mean, uh, what was his I, song? i swear to god i mean wang
2: if, dang sweet
0: tang. i mean if, but but i mean if i could if i could see cat scratch fever if i could see wango tango wango performed tango. at its its most maximum craziness back in the fred, 80s fred bear and uh watch uh um oh god what was his name um oh i forget the drummer but the incredible double bass drummer uh tommy aldrich uh playing with uh wango uh, playing him uh, playing with him during that time, uh, that, that's, that's gold to me. But I mean, 10 news is the bottom line is like, it's, we're talking about, uh, Roger Daltrey out on tour, uh, right now. His voice is shot. It's all done. It's all, it's over. It's over Johnny as uh, Colonel Trotman would say to, uh, to, uh, Johnny, uh, you know, in, uh, in uh, Rambo, <laughs> Johnny Rambo. So, um, um, Ted Nugent is washed up. I don't know why he is relevant. Um, I I understand he has a little political bent now. But the fact that he's playing down there, uh, nothing's going to happen at his concert because he needs that shit. He needs that... Shit to I mean, go. I'm not
2: saying him. I'm saying some. I know, someone but someone uh, Well, yeah, yeah, and you're right oh, though. Yeah,
0: for sure. You're right though. It is in Reno, so that that is a question mark. Because it's a. Yeah. It
1: would be. It's going to be considered a conservative, red wing show. Yep. So you got some crazy yes. liberal. Yep.
2: Some something
1: running in there with their little pink vagina hat on, shooting everybody or something. And
2: Ted will probably say something that's going to piss somebody off.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. In yeah,
1: between cat
0: scratch fever. I mean, he should he should be concentrating on. Uh, <laughs>
1: Wang bang sweet punta. I mean, he, he should be
0: concentrating <laughs> on doing a better job at what you just did, and, and a little bit less about the uh, the bullshit. And uh, you know, it's like, uh, you, why are you famous again? No, I don't
1: know. Uh, oh, that uh, song sucked
0: Cause I mean, Go to it.
2: see Stranglehold. That's the price of the ticket. That's a badass song.
0: Yeah, it's, it's good. Uh, that's good. That's his, a that's his stairway to heaven. I saw, <laughs> I saw Tool
2: ease into stranglehold and ease back out of stranglehold. In oh, memory. interesting! Wow.
0: FYI, I yeah, <laughs> ease into stranglehold.
1: Yeah,
0: it sounds like uh... he's
2: right back out of it.
0: Sounds like the other night over here.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Shishima. La 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 Shishima. la. Shishima. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Was so that her name? I I think that's gonna do it for another edition of the Permanent Vacation, vacation Radio, radio show. show. That's right. The. Where can we uh, Where can we be found, AK?
1: Here in this uh, this apartment. I'm just this is a, a, fully <laughs> a fully grown house. Fully grown house. We can be a, on Podbean at oh. PermanentVacationRadio.com Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, permanent underscore vacation underscore radio. That's a uh, mm-hmm. that's the Instagram. Instagram. Yep. Or Facebook at permanent vacation radio
0: show. Permanent show. vacation show. Permanent yeah.
1: vacation show. Yeah, that works. Yeah.
0: And then uh, how about our website, our oh, actual website? You said that. HuggingTheVacationRadio.com yep. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. We got them all. We got them all. All right, so, uh, so hey, Ken.
1: All right, see you later, everybody. Mr. <laughs>
0: so D. <nice>. Peace out. <laughs> and I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening, guys. We will catch you next time on Your Home. Oh. You sound too much like Robert Plant. Ah, oh, you sound like too much like Robert <laughs> Jimmy Page. <Yeah. laughs>